We're talking. Yeah, that's the thing is when you got somebody here. So anyway, uh, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and sharing your this Super Bowl Sunday afternoon uh, with us. And pretty soon is kickoff time, and then everybody gets to moan and groan with all the advertisements and the and the game. I'm just hoping that the Rams kick butt. I really do. I hope the Rams. I don't even care if they kick butt. I just I just want that score to their score to be one point higher than the Patriots. That's all I'm asking. So anyway, okay, what is the age difference between the two coaches? Okay, Bill Belichick. Okay, for uh, the Patriots and Sean McVay for the Rams. What do you have any idea what the age difference is? Uh, I'm going to say let's go with four years. How many? Four. Four. Okay. What do you think? The age difference? Yeah, the age. Difference. Oh no, it's way more than that. They're is making it? a big deal out of yes, it. Yeah, oh, like I haven't been years. listening. What? Yep. Okay. Thirty it, years because one of them is like the youngest coach to ever. Yeah, right. Bill, yeah, Bill okay. Belichick. <laughs> He's 66 years old. Okay. Okay. And Sean McVay is 33 years old. Oh, I was close. Okay. So I said 30. Yeah. So if, if Sean McVay wins, Rams win, he's the youngest coach in to history win. to win yeah. the, the Super okay. Bowl. So. Yeah. I haven't been really paying much attention mm-hmm. to the hullabaloo. Yep. No. So that was, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I can't even 30, begin can to imagine, imagine how I got that little factoid. Well, yeah. yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You're Miss, pulling it out. Miss Just, Super Bowl. I knew something about the <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl. I knew who was playing. I just don't. I don't know. Who cares about the coaches? They're not playing. (laughs) Okay, let's head to the phone lines. You got people patiently waiting while we goof off. I'm sorry. Okay, who's up? We're going to talk to Betsy. Betsy has a question about um, a dog's tummy turning black. Okay, thank you so much for holding on, Betsy. Hopefully, you've been watching and doing other things, multitasking. (laughs) What can we do for you? Okay, so. Hi, Jessica. It's Betsy. I used to work with you with my dog, Ellie. I don't know if you remember me. Uh, Ellie who? Ellie, who? Ellie the Black Lab. Oh. No, no. She's got a, you, oh, hear yeah. the, you can hear the minds. You know, you first you got, oh, you got to yeah. put it. Yep. Wheels Long ago. There you yeah. go. Okay. And now we have Felix, who's deaf. Okay. And he is a knucklehead, but he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Sometimes I work with Kristen Lanier just because she's closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but what I've noticed, and I heard you talking about it, Katie, is that he gets, it gets kind of black in the creases of his legs on his belly. Mm-hmm. And so he did, so we have him on all raw. Mm-hmm. I don't give him a lot. Of, I mean, we give him, um, what are they? They're, I give him these bones. There, um, but not like every day. Um, and I'm wondering if I should do more of that. But I give them these Tucker um, marrow bones. Are those the raw, the round ones? Uh, they're a little bit bigger. Okay. They, Wait, are they in the freezer yeah. when you buy them? Yeah, they're yeah. in the freezer. They're from Tucker's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the thing I, how many pounds is your dog? He's he is 34 now. Okay. When we started doing raw, we were like starving him. We didn't know how much to give him. I think he went down to like 28. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the, and what else does he get? Treats. And That's whatnot. what he gets. He just gets the raw food. Sometimes I give him those bones, but I'm not giving him a lot of anything else. Like he gets vegetable, like just snacky stuff, you know, but not a lot. I mean, I don't do anything regular, but mm-hmm. I give him fish oil. And mm-hmm. I give him a probiotic. Okay, cool. Okay, good. good, good, good for you. Good. Mm-hmm. And was he vaccinated when you got him? Yes. And my um, daughter has chosen to vaccinate him, but uh, Kristen gave me this thing that I can do 
to help him come off of it after he's had it, but you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. her dog, but I'm going to end up with him. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Felix. Yes. Okay. Do you remember him? Yes, of course. Yeah. I know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now it's all clicking. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she's kept up with vaccinations. She didn't for a while, but... Right, but isn't he also, isn't he on a bunch of medications? Because he was last time, I He's thought. on Sertaline. What's that? Okay. Yeah, we tried not, and some he was psychoactive just, thing. Yeah, he's pretty out of control. He's really got some behavioral stuff. We worked with Dr. Bryant. I don't know if you know who she is. Uh-uh. Yeah, she's a behavioralist. Okay. She was always so curious about the homeopathy, but <laughs> uh-huh. but um, yeah. Uh, so she's really mm-hmm. helped. That that medication really helps him. We give him one tablet a day, and mm-hmm. if he's not on it, he's just really out of control, wild. But Mm-hmm. And we were walking him for miles and miles, and um, between my and it wasn't making any difference. You know what I mean? Not on it. So sure. Um, um, and so, so hiding it slows things, him down. Yeah, so it kind of slows him down. He's a Belgian Malinois, and I don't know what else he is. Maybe a terrier mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 He's really handsome. I have to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's got some issues, and I know I I seem to remember that he was on other medications before. And the repeated vaccination. So he has a strong need to detoxification. And just like, you know, just like kids with autism, they have a very difficult time detoxifying. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is where I would probably use, you know, some rotation of standard process supplements just to um, support his uh, intestinal system and support his immune system. Okay, so uh, his intestinal system and okay, mm-hmm. so like what would I do? Um well, if I had this dog in my practice, I would um probably put him on standard process canine enteric support and canine immune system support okay. at the same time. But okay. honestly, with the drug that's going into him every day cuz drugs are not, you know, it's not just the chemical, it's in some sort of tablet that's made of whatever the heck those tablets are made of right Uh and so you know that is probably compounding the issue as well so is it a capsule or is it a tablet it's a tablet okay Mm -hmm. yeah and so that that's just um i think you know he's uh doing his best to detoxify but i think his body is probably not very good at it yeah, and it, it it wasn't in the beginning. Like, he came and he had a lot of ear issues. And since going raw, he does not um, he he does not itch so much. His ears have really cleared, and good. they look really good. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, he it, yeah, I ever, mean, it, it's, it's good, but it's potentially problematic because the ear infections are actually a detoxification mechanism. <laughs> yeah. So if he's not able to detox as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you got issues. Um, I would, um, yeah, I would probably, you know, just go through some regular intestinal and immune system support and plan on having him on that stuff all the time. Okay, some intestinal support. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, maybe we should come in and have you see him again, intestinal support. Yeah, email me and I can give you that, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of information. 
Okay. And see, and if he's got Belgian Malinois, and then these dogs are mentally active. Right. You need, this is that. not a dog that physically you'll, can drain. They got to have mental jobs and like uh, 10 minute dog training games by uh, Sundance. Uh, get that. You got to be every day be teaching this dog mentally something because otherwise he's going to be your worst enemy. Because yeah, uh, he's pretty good. I mean, yeah, he's, he's pretty yeah, good. He's, we he's do had a lot of we, training. I think. Good. But I mean, yeah. but still, you got to keep doing right, new right, things. Right. Keep and him mentally stimulated. And stuff you said like it's, from it's, Sundance? No, it's called 10 minute dog training games. 10-minute dog training games. Dog training games. By Sundance. By who? Sundance. That's the author. Sundance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. You can get it online, and it's really good. You got a little bit of tricks, got a little bit of agility. But this is a dog mentally you need to work every single solitary day. Teach right. him something in the morning, teach him something in the afternoon. He needs a job. Uh, right. and something exactly. as simply as you go to the bathroom, make him do a down stay while you go to the bathroom, you know, ding around, come back out, then release him. Give him, okay. like when you're doing eating dinner, have uh-huh. him do a down stay across the room from you. Eventually, maybe have him go out of sight while you eat dinner. You want uh-huh. dumb little games like this throughout the day because uh-huh. even though he's physically not moving that's not your problem this is a dog that mentally doesn't know how to slow down <laughs> right okay but and then when we don't when he's doing when he's in his stay then like if i put him out in the other room sometimes mm-hmm. when i'm hiding things for him mm-hmm. then he barks okay come quiet blast him in the water oh, he's, hey, also, yeah, he's also deaf though oh is he deaf uh-huh. yeah he's okay. deaf so okay, makes so that a little yeah. bit more of a challenge. Yeah, it does. Well, then just blast him with the water. Ah, you know, you could make the sound even though he can't hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do all the time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, but that's what I mean. He is very smart. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I know. Like when it was really cold out, he he didn't want to drink water because he didn't want to go out to the bathroom. A smart man. <laughs> and I but, drink. but you could also um, reward him. Uh, times when he is quiet, you know, because we forget to reward our yes. dogs for what we really want, which is... Oh, their, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yep. you know, lying there peacefully, kind of sneezing. Yep, good buddy, mm-hmm. good buddy. Yeah, and then you sort of wake mm-hmm. him up and say, here's a treat for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go. But yeah, so that's, you want to mm-hmm. mentally challenge this dog, okay? So hopefully right. maybe someday you can get him off that, that drug because that every Malinois or anything that's got Malinois, if they got a little, even a piece of brain of Malinois, oh my Lord, you better be on your toes because yeah, they are mentally busy. Yeah, they're Pretty intense dog. Yeah, they are. And so yeah. a physical activity is not what this man needs. Okay? I know it. So when I do take him, we don't always just walk fast. I just let him smell like crazy. Okay, well, no, that's not either. You want him to, there's a time to smell, and there's a time to pay attention. Yeah, and you're going and for I a do walk. do that. He's really good with that. Good, good, good. Yeah, I, I ha- he doesn't get to be in charge. Okay, good, good for you. Good for yes. you. Yes. That 10-minute uh-huh. dog training games, uh, you know, the, and then she also has 101 dog tricks. Uh, so okay. start teaching that dog. And then a lot of it is click and treat. Screw the clicker, okay. just use a treat. Okay. Yeah, he can't do a clicker. Yeah, no. 100 dog yeah. tricks. Yeah, yeah, and probably useful, too. This time of year is always tough, I think, to keep dogs mentally stimulated. Yeah, and people want to buy these dumb games that they have out there. Well, once a dog it. figures you know out. Does? We did that, and you put it in, and then he has to move the thing. Right, yep, yep. And you know what he does? He just tears the hell out of the whole thing. Yep, yep. But the thing is, is that what happens is that most of them, they get it figured out so that in 0.2 seconds, they've got it. It's like, well, they, right. they worked good at the beginning, but now it's, yeah. it's like born out of his goal. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, they, he just wants yeah. to tear it open. Yep, yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe people are looking for something that's going to entertain the dog without us having to get oh, involved. Oh, yeah, that's yes. <laughs> yes, and we have to do, I have to hold it down so that he doesn't throw it around the kitchen. Oh, there you sure. go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Anything yeah. else? We got to run to break here. We can come back to you, or do you got anything else? 
No, I think that's it. Okay, that's good. Okay, keep thanks, it posted. Thanks, guys. Okay. I will probably email you, Jessica. Sounds yeah, good. Sounds good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. We talked about the age difference between the coaches. What's the age difference between the two quarterbacks? We'll be back. Hello, hello. Thank you for sharing your afternoon with me and Carly and Dr. Jessica Levy. How can they get a hold of you, Dr. Levy? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. All right. Okay, Jared Goff, G-O-F-F, is the Rams quarterback. Okay, and of course, Tom Brady is a Patriots. Okay, do you have any idea how old Jared is? I have no idea how old any, idea? any of them are. No. Okay. Jared Goff, the... Rams. Rams, thank yep, you, quarterback, yep, yep. is 24 years old. Oh, my goodness. He's a younger. Oh, yeah, I think. Oh. Well, look at his coach. is only 33. I know. <laughs> okay, and Tom Brady is 41. Yeah, he's He he's is 41. Old. If the Patriots win, Brady will become the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl, a record held by Peyton Manning. Mm. So isn't that something? Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes. Shame on me. No, I'm right Shame behind. That's ageism. I'm right behind. Whatever. You. I'm right behind Peyton Man. Boy, you haven't heard that. I just don't want him to win because then he's going to take a, a picture, put it on Twitter, Twitter of his Super Bowl rings on uh, all of his fingers, and uh, I, I, I've already seen that. I don't care. There you go. I don't care anymore. This is the Rams' fourth Super Bowl appearance. Their first since 2002. Okay. This is Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl. He already owns the record for the most Super Bowl appearances by any one player. Oh, Tom. Go yeah. home. Oh, Tom. <laughs> They're all doing better Good than I am. Tom. I've never been in the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Me either. There you go. Those Super Bowl rings, have you seen them, Sanamules? How big they are? Yeah, they're gigantic. Gigantic. You need to put it on a cart and wheel it around. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You need someone to hold your hand while you wear it. Not, you need a team. Like lift it. No, you up. need a team. You know, three, two people on each side. <laughs> you know, you want to see it? Here we go. Going up. Up, yeah. up, 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 up. But anyway. Yep. Well, you know, did you hear, though, that this Super Bowl is the first Super Bowl that has two male cheerleaders performing? Oh, really? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. We're all for that. The Rams cheerleaders. To be honest with you, I didn't even know they had cheerleaders anymore. I thought they, they I thought they all, the cheerleaders got mad because they weren't being treated right or paid or anything. So I thought they all left. I, no. I don't know where I got that idea. No. They, they don't get paid. They don't get paid? They don't get, cheerleaders don't get paid. It's a freebie. It's a notoriety thing. That's what uh, I heard. No. Google it, Nancy. No, because if you saw the Dallas cheerleaders. They pay you know, when they go to. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, they okay. have like this whole like kind of show about them. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they literally have to give up their lifestyle. So they have, in order for them to live, they have to be getting paid something. I don't know. I heard that it was a freebie. They do pay for it when they go to town to town. You know, they pay for their lodging. But as far as, no, it's more or I less. I can't imagine. Yeah, so I don't know. Somebody, would, if you know better, uh, call into the show and let Suddenly, and, who would give yeah, up that much time about exactly. cheerleaders? Suddenly, that profession is less attractive. There right? <laughs> I was all <laughs> over it five minutes ago. Right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, let's head, let's head to that. <laughs> Sounds oh, good. We're getting right. off on too many tangents here. We are. Okay, we're who's up fun. next? Amy's up next, and Amy has a couple of questions about an x-ray from in a, an in a dog. An x-ray. Yeah. Alrighty then. Hi, Amy. How you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you, Katie? Thank you. Good, good. Are you watching the Uber Bowl today, or are you just kind of on the fence? Yeah, don't know. No, I'm not watching, but uh, I agree that 
Yeah. No more. Yeah. yeah. Rams should win. I know it. I'm, um, but anyway, okay, what kind of, what x-ray are we looking at? Is it a chihuahua? Okay. An iguana? What? <laughs> well, actually, you've met Winnie. So what? she was at two of your trainings. She was actually in training with um, Jessica, too. Oh, okay. So she is a mutt. Um, mix of like golden retriever. She's not a small dog. Right. So she's like a medium sized yep, dog. Yep, yep. Um, she's like golden German shepherd, you know. Yep. All those. Okay. So she is very active. Um, and she was playing yesterday with her best friend. She only has one best friend. So they play outside. And I think she was just so crazy because she hasn't been outside in so long because right. of the cold. Yeah. Um, and so this has happened, this is the third time now, um, where she, she gets a little sore afterwards. Okay. And it's her back. Okay. And so the past couple times, um, like the vet just said she just looks a little sore. They gave her a Rimadol and she was literally fine in like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, today, she, the past, she was, so this happened yesterday, um, really lethargic last night. Like heavy breathing, wouldn't go up the stairs. Um, when she slept, she like tremored, um, and you can just t- and she wouldn't jump up on the bed or anything. And this is a dog who like jumps all over. Um, so we took her into the vet today, and they wanted to do an X-ray because they were concerned that it had happened three times, okay. and she's only seventeen months old. So they did an X-ray. Um, but they gave her sedation for it, our medication that made her groggy. So she's just now getting up. Um, but they, she thinks that there might be a disc um, right after the last thoracic bone that is a little, or not a disc, but like a little space. It might be a little too narrow. Mm-hmm. So they're wondering about that. Um, and that's just kind of a, I think, you know, she said, I'll wait and see if you keeps having problems down the road might be surgery. Um, they gave us gabapentin, which I have not given her. Um, I wanted to talk to you first. Okay. I also wanted to talk about acupuncture, um, any other options. And okay. Okay. as for shots, she only got her first round when she was a puppy, and we have not gone back since. Good. Thank you. Thank the you. The first round. Okay, yep. Dr. Jess, your thoughts. I got some thoughts, but I'll let you go first. You're the vet. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I bet you got good thoughts. Yes, I always have thoughts. I don't know if they're good <laughs> thoughts, but I have thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead. Is, is Winnie at the top end of her weight there? No, she is very good weight. Um, you can see her ribs from across the room? Yes. Yeah, she's a very good weight. And okay. she eats Nutrisource, and she doesn't eat treats or anything. We just give her veggies for treats. Okay. Good. Very proud of you. Okay. Yeah, well, we, fo- we follow Katie. Yeah. So. Good. Okay. And uh, have you taken her to a chiropractor? No. Okay. Well, now's your chance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, okay. and, and this is this is kind of right. This is what should have happened right off the bat. So this is not okay. the this is not the kind of thing where you know we're gonna let's wait and see. Let's wait and see if it happens again. Right. Um, okay. Because it's already happened again, and yep. uh, you know, when everybody who is active and whose body is possibly not built perfectly symmetrically. Yep. Uh, should probably go to a chiropractor. Yeah, I do. So, okay. Exactly. And so, so, um, so animal chiropractors in, in Minnesota, if your chiropractor has taken the animal chiropractic course, then it is mm-hmm. legal for them to treat animals, but they do okay. need a veterinary referral. So I would just call okay. your vet tomorrow and ask them to give you a referral to whatever chiropractor they work with. I think 
I, I can't imagine that there's not a veterinarian in the state who doesn't have a chiropractor that they refer to. Right. Okay. So, okay. Uh, what I, area do you live in? Um, we live in we live in White Bear Lake. White Bear Lake. Okay. Over there, you've got chiropractic for everybody. You got Mark Lavalley. Those are a couple that are kind of in that area that they will okay. go to your clinic. Mark Lavalley. I'm okay. not sure. He might. I think he has his own clinic. I'm not sure. He travels around. I don't know Does where he? he goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you could just just ask your vet who they yeah. who they refer to. Or in Ham Lake, you got doctor. Also- you got the doctor Stacy in Ham Lake. Yep. So okay, and then. Um, okay. I would also, uh, you know, if, if that ever happens again, or you might as well do it now since you have the opportunity, get yourself some yep. arnica. Arnica. Yep. And give the poor dog some arnica. So arnica. arnica. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now, um, arnica is available as an herb sometimes, mm-hmm. but but what I'm talking about is the homeopathic remedy. It is not the little pellets. It is not safe to take internally as an herb. Okay, so just so give you, her the little. I know they have. I've taken them before too, so they just have those tiny little pellets. Yep. yep, yep. So you go to a health food store, get yourself some Arnica Montana 30C, and two pellets is a dose. And basically, okay. what I would do is, you can. I mean, you can do it right away. So even even if she's had a medication and she seems to be doing all right, I would still give it because yep. Arnica yep. will do things that drugs can't do. And then also, sure. if you if you say, wow, you know, she played a lot this afternoon, I can anticipate that she's going to be sore. Just go ahead mm-hmm. and give the Arnica. Don't wait to see if she's going to be sore. So I would give okay. two pellets every hour, hour and a half. Typically, I'll do three doses. You know, but but it just depends. Like you can say, listen, you know what? It's seven o'clock now and I'm going to be in bed by nine. Then, yeah. you know, then just give it every 20 minutes or 30 minutes or something like that. Okay. It's it's not a drug. So yep. the... Okay. So the timing is not crucial. You're not going to do it wrong or okay, hold on to that. Out. Hold on to that. Don't hang up because we got to run to okay. break. And there's something else I want to bring up in, in this. Okay. Okay. So don't. Okay. This is the Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. How many Super Bowls has he been to? How many has he been to? We'll be back. And it's the kickoff. Yes, they did. L.A. Rams won the toss, and they're going to defer it. Is what they're going to do. So in case you didn't know that, now you know. Okay, Bill and Jack. Bill, Bill and Jack. How many Super Bowls has he been to? Bill, Bill and Jack. Um, I don't know. Seven. Ten. Ten. I don't know. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we are. Okay. Uh, this is the Patriots head coach, Bill Belichick, 12th Super Bowl oh. appearance. 12th. Okay. That's a lot of Super Bowls. That's a lot. Bill Belichick, what were their parents thinking? <laughs> oh, well. So Imagine he, people do that. I'm sure he took a lot of golf. It's better than Harry Mann. <laughs> I, do ha- I do know someone whose first name is Harry and their the last, last name, name is Mann. Man. Oh, good gosh. So, yep. Um, oh, that just hit me wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. I think there was a kid in my grade school whose name was Joshua Joshua. That's oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, that's just wrong. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, I was trying to say, no, I can't find it. Let's go to the phone lines. Okay. I don't want people to wait any longer. Back to Amy. Okay. But, oh, that's right. Back to Amy. Amy, are you still there? Yeah, I am still uh, okay. here. Now, uh, now, Rimadol. Now, Rimadol. People don't just take Rimadol, you know, when the vet gives it to them. And, and how toxic is Rimadol there, Dr. Jess? How toxic is Rimadol? Yeah. Well, it depends on the individual. Uh-huh. I mean, how toxic is, is ibuprofen, right? Right. Yeah. right. Or taking an aspirin. Right. Some people take an aspirin and have an allergic reaction or develop an ulcer right away. And some people, 
you know, take it repeatedly. Now, an alternative that maybe people should try is Boswellia. What's your thought on that? Boswellia is good for inflammation. Right. So, But I think of it more for chronic inflammation, but you could use it for acute stuff. Sure. Like if you twisted Mm -hmm. something and you twisted an ankle or whatever type thing. That's inflammation. What's your, th- your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's kind of different because tendons and ligaments are hard. Okay. You know, tendons and ligaments are made of connective tissue. And right. um, like one way to think of connective tissue is if you took an entire roll of saran wrap, take it off the roll, okay. wad it up really tightly, yeah. and, you know, hold all those sheets together, all right. that is what a tendon or a ligament is like. That's right. kind of what it's made of. Okay. And so it's not, it's not really... Um, elastic. All right. It's super strong. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you know, rip that in half with your bare hands. Mm-hmm. And so when it does get damaged, the problem is that um, tendons and ligaments do not have great blood supply. Okay. And so that's why it takes them a longer time to heal. Right. Um, because I know with, with uh, Zelda and the bone cancer, remember she had, she had such severe side effects to those two drugs they put her on. She just yeah. went totally. Yeah, she was on Meloxicam yes. was one. Yeah, and, and then, I can't remember the other one. But both of them, I mean, she went upside down and sideways. I think and you, gabapentin was her other one. I think it was. I don't know. I'll have to go home and see a guy. I know I still got my Yeah, other. and Meloxicam is another non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. I don't know. I'm, I'm As always... you told me to put her on Boswellia, which I did, and it made yeah. all the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. You okay. know, I gave her two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. Right. So I was thinking of, you know, for a dog like Winnie, where you've got like minor inflammation, uh-huh. you know, is, is all soreness necessarily inflammation? I'm not sure. And see, soreness is good, though, too. So many people right, don't want to see the dog. it slows you down. Yes. You're not stupid where you overuse it and then re-injure it and then injure it even worse than it was. Right, right, so. right. But, you know, now that, now that pain is a primary diagnosis in and of itself. Okay. And the, the drug companies have kind of made it so that you can treat pain as a separate entity. Okay. So, Yeah. Different, different world we're living in now. Yeah, so no, that, where nobody shall feel any pain, regardless. You, well, of. Well, yeah, and so right. like I said, in my book, pain is good. I mean, not excruciating, obviously. That's hello. I'm not inhumane, but some pain is good to keep them from re-injuring and injuring it worse. So, <clears throat> okay, okay. One, so one more question, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Um, should I be keeping her really mellow, if per se, tomorrow she's all of a sudden wants to run around? Or should I just try and keep her? They said two weeks, like, cage her as much as possible. Um, and, you know, I'm, I kind of come from the point of view that, uh, like my Rolfer says, motion is lotion. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you, okay. it's lying still and keeping still. Now, it, it kind of depends on the situation. If you have a broken sure. bone or if you have a fractured pelvis or a broken right. back, yes, right. do not get up and run around. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. but for the rest of us... Um, staying too still is what makes us stiffer. Stiffer, yep, it very does. Right. And so, so, a lot of times, like after after I do, you know, whether I'm adjusting or doing body work on an animal or something like that, or if they get a massage or an adjustment, I always tell people, you know, it's very exciting to be in my office. You know, they're out and about. They've yeah. been in the car. There's other dogs. There's noise. There's people. There's bright lights. Yeah. Um, and then somebody put their hands on them. Super exciting. And I always tell people when they get home. Do not let them just take to their bed. Right. You have oh, to get okay. your dog up. Get them up every hour, every hour and a half, even if they're okay. just kind of walking around the house, house. But some slow, gentle movement okay. is going to do more for pain management than saying, no, okay. Fluffy, don't move. I'll bring you food and water. Also, no up and down stairs, obviously, like a rocket science. And then another yep, thing, okay. no fetching games. 
But no matter yep. how much, yep. many times that dog brings you the ball, just say thank you and sit on the ball. Okay. <laughs> no tug okay. of wars. Games yeah, so, that so ex- there, yeah, so there are you ways you could limit her activity yes. without sealing her away in a, exactly. in a, in a closed Go room. Go for a nice okay. relaxing walk up and down the hall yeah. and or the, whatever. And the thing, you know, and the thing with an x-ray like that, so basically... You know, things to understand about x-rays. So when the beam comes out of the x-ray machine, so the mm-hmm. the beam in the center of the x-ray is going kind of straight down. And then the beams, okay. as they go towards the edge of the x-ray, they get farther and farther apart. And what happens is things towards the edges of the x-ray look like they're farther apart and things in the center of the x-ray look like they're closer together. So it's really, really hard to evaluate disk space. Now, your chiropractor should be a pro at reading spinal films, and they should know all about that effect, which I can't remember what the name of it is. But the other thing is that you can always have the x-ray read by a radiologist and have somebody with expertise say, yes, this disc space is narrow, or no, that disc disc space is actually perfectly normal. Okay. Before you start doing any surgery. Right, because it seems like this conversation about back surgery is a little premature a lot premature. especially in such especially a young age dog. yeah the age of the so you what you would do is you know keep her young keep her limber take her to the chiropractor and with a lot of these dogs really what needs to happen is um for one thing we all we all have to figure out how the heck to exercise our dogs in winter and right. and you have to maybe do some exercises that will teach her how to use her body more evenly so that she's yeah. not overusing Typically, the front end instead of the back, back end. end. Yep, and that actually That's a is really stuff good you don't have to spend a ton of time on it. It's not difficult. What I what I recommend a lot for dogs, honestly, if you have a spare hour in your life or something like that, <laughs> the book. Um, it's by Linda Tellington Jones, and the book. Okay. The book is from like 1983 or something. It's the Tellington Jones Equine Awareness Method. Okay. Equine. Equine awareness method. And it's basically, because I actually did this with my first horse too. Um, it's basically all these exercises that help improve proprioception. And when oh. I tell people about them, I've just modified them for dogs. Oh, there you go. Like y- you can walk your horse through Cavaletti or you can walk your dog through an extension ladder. There you go. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Same kind of thing. <laughs> and so basically I, I did those with my first horse when I got her as a yearling. She was a klutz and it was like every day there was she was limping or there was a cut or a gash or a something or a swelling. And I was like, what the heck? I read that book and I did the exercises with her very minimally because I was super busy. Um, Mm -hmm. I did them probably for two or three months and it made her extremely sure footed. Yep. And she's never had a problem since. No. Wow. So. That's very true. Yeah. And see, that's everybody wants to, you know, throw the ball or frisbee so the dog goes 100 miles an hour, has to stop on a dime. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jerk their whole skeleton there, all their muscles. I know, but you know what? But, and then but, pivot and turn and come yeah, back. But, but dogs are built for that. They're built to be Not athletes. Over and over and over again. Most people pitch that ball 15 times. Well, that's that is not true. good. You know, true. they will do it once and, and, and stop is, or and twice you, and you stop. And you have to watch your terrain. You have to watch yes. your footing. You have to watch what you're asking your dog to do. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, but dogs are, are built to tear through the woods at breakneck speed, chasing down that bunny, twisting in the air, leaping over logs. They're, they're built to be able to do that. But not 15 times in a row. That's Most true. Most people don't, you know, They're like kind of say. sprinters. Yeah, so anyway. Okay, kid, does that help you at all? It does. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You betcha. Yeah. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, we're, because we're, that, wa- we're watching mermaids. Oh, what? Oh, yeah.
Unless somebody somebody's commercial. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Good. What do you think, sharks? Oh well, commercial, <laughs> commercial. There you go. Okay, where are we at there, Miss Carly? Are we trivia or are we t- talking? Um, let's do trivia All since right. we only have about a minute. Okay, the Patriots haven't scored a touchdown when. The Patriots haven't scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl under Benichek. When haven't they? We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're winding her down for the day here. Okay, the Patriots haven't scored. Okay, I'll just read it because I put the question really stupid. So yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, the Patriots have haven't scored a touchdown when they haven't been on the field. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. The, pay, 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 they do. the Patriots haven't scored a touchdown in the first quarter of a Super Bowl under Belichick. Yeah. They have never scored in the first quarter. So oh. let's see if they do that on this one. Maybe they... Okay, maybe. under Belichick. Mm. Okay. Let's not give them any hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, let's go to that. We got some patiently people waiting. Yes, we do. We're going to talk to Summer. Summer has an elderly elderly cat with renal failure. All right. Hi, Summer. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. How old's your cat? Fifteen. Fifteen? Yep. Okay, what's going on? Uh, he started this fall, he started peeing and drinking a lot, so kind of assumed he had diabetes. Took him into the vet in November. I got a clean catch sample with some sarin wrap in the litter box, so I didn't have to do the invasive thing. Oh, nice. Um, and they said, uh, basically, you know, by the time that he tested out so that, you know, he's probably, his kidneys are functioning at about two-thirds. And so the issue is, because he seems fine attitude-wise and stuff, but the vet only wants him on a prescription diet, and we have fed a mix of canned and raw, and okay. he hates the prescription diet. Just yeah. I tried oh, yeah. every brand out there, and he good will kitty. not eat Good it. kitty, good kitty. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm looking for something. I'm just wondering, what do I feed him that he'll eat? Because he's losing weight, and there's got to be something better. So, well, what are you feeding him now? Um, I am, well, I don't feed dry. I just feed canned and then fresh human food. Um, and he's kind of losing his appetite for everything, but I've been trying all of the prescription, quote unquote, urinary diets. Right. So he he hates them all. mm -hmm. Yeah. So stop doing that. Um, because you want your kitty to live. That would be good. Yeah. So uh, you have some options. You could just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, as far as with the raw and what she was doing. Yep. Raw food, grain-free canned food. Um, so the thing with um, with cats when they have kidney issues, one of the uh, changes that you'll see on the blood test is that the BUN, the blood urea nitrogen, becomes elevated when yep. the kidneys are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the nitrogen and blood urea nitrogen comes from protein metabolism. And so the linear thinking is that, well, shoot, we'll just feed them less protein and then they won't yep. have as much nitrogen. Oh, but the problem is that your cat's body runs on protein and fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They must have a high protein diet and ideally high fat as well. And so um, taking the protein out of their diet does not really do them any favors. Okay. So if, you, if that makes you too nervous, if your vet truly has you freaked out about protein levels, then I would look at Darwin's. Darwin's is a raw pet food company that makes a kidney prescription diet. Oh, cool. Darwin, D-A-R-W-I-N. Darwin? Yep, yep. Okay. Darwin's. They're in California. They ship nationwide. Okay. Um, so so that's kind of one easy way out is to do that. Because the, the thing is, the processed foods, the, the protein sources are crappy. Um, it, the processing at all, you know, even their canned foods, um, 
you know, food that meat that has been through the canning process mm-hmm. is cooked. Okay. And so it's just not going to be as good as raw food. What about some standard uh, process uh, for well, the cat sure. renal support? Yep. How about that standard process? Yeah, and I'll use, um, just depending on the case, sometimes I'll use the feline renal support. Okay. Sometimes I use Rena Food, which is one of their human products. Okay. Um, a probiotic is pretty much standard for cats with kidney issues. He gets right. those. So, they, all, they, all, they all get those. Okay, good. So, you know, he might just need more or um, uh, more... Um, dense probiotic with billions of bacteria per dose and you might have to give a dose with every meal mm-hmm. okay now what canned food were you feeding um it's a whole variety i mean it's a whole variety i've tried the purina pro plan i tried the kd diet i think right right, right but but before before oh it, yeah. it was basically just a mix of stuff i get at atlas pet okay okay so you know the the canned food should still be grain-free in great variety. Yes. You know, because a lot of times when food starts to taste funny to these cats, and mm-hmm. so what happens is, you know, people will open a can of something and the cat's like, yes, I love this. Yeah. And you think, oh, thank God, I found something the cat will eat. The next day. You open a can of it the next day and they're like, oh, you're trying to poison me. Yes, yes. So basically what you want to do is open a different can every day. Right. And then the thing also, too, like, see, what I found, see, I have a cat that has a chicken aversion uh, allergy. And so Nutrisource came out with seven new ones, grain-free can that does not have chicken. So you might want to look into that because most chicken or canned foods have chicken in it. So that could be a problem. So Mm -hmm. quick question. My vet was really not positive on, like, totally feeding a raw diet because that was the whole thing about you need to lower the protein in the food. Right. Right. If you want him to live longer. No. No. <laughs> no? So nope. if I want to just do the raw, I can? Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That, you is, know, there a place, is there a site or something she can go to? Uh, not that I know of right cats? off the bat. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot. Yeah, I've Googled it. I, w- I, would, I, I would read the book Your Cat by Elizabeth Hodgkins. Yep, Your Cat. Um, because, you know, that has a lot of information about... Uh, raw feeding and the benefits for cats and also kind of tells you how to do it. But realistically, um, you know, the, these large pet food companies, they are the ones that are doing the studies proving that their products are effective. And there's not a whole lot of independent research out there. And yet there have been studies that have shown that um, if, you're, if you are in kidney failure, eating protein does not make your kidney failure worse and eating a high protein diet does not put you into kidney failure um, and, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what cats need. Cats are obligate carnivores. So yeah. it's and, not and really. And that's great to hear because my vet was just like totally like you have to lower the protein right. you have to lower the fat. But right, you got to right. remember that's that, conventional vet. Right. And that, that's just kind of conventional thinking. Um, you know, um, vet school, the information that's given out is driven by research. And so basically, unless you can find a study proving that X equals Y, then it doesn't. It yeah. really doesn't. But um, I was at the, the State Veterinary Conference a couple of years ago. There was a lecture about, you know, what should we be feeding cats and kidney failure? And both the lecture and um, there's a cat vet in, in Richfield, I think, or Shakopee or something okay. like that, who does a lot of talking about raw feeding, and he teaches his clients to feed raw food to their cats. Okay. Both of them, even the lecturer from the university, got up and said, don't be afraid to feed your cats and kidney failure a raw food diet. Good. 
So, see, that's what you got to do. You got to empower yourself and you got to believe in yourself because you got to remember both people, doctor and your vets don't know anything about good nutrition. They go up what has been going on for 50 years. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of, you know, well, change. The thing is, yeah. One of my clients who's a vet student was telling me that every one of these companies has written a book, right? So Science Diet has yeah. their book about pet nutrition. Purina has their book about pet nutrition. And they give these to the students. And she she actually told me that they were told that. Um, you know, these books are really expensive and these companies don't give them out to just anybody. It's like, well, <laughs> it's called marketing materials. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's a drop in the bucket for them. So that's why you read, empower yourself, get that book, Your Cat by Hodgkins. Uh, you know what I mean? And don't be afraid. You know what I mean? Because yeah, the thing you, is, you were doing the right thing. The yes. diet that you were feeding did not cause your cat's kidney failure. No. Cool. Ten to one, probably what happens, maybe shots early years. Or we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. This, and, you know, and, and, you know, the fact that we fed them dry food before for, we knew yeah, better kind yeah, of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So there's so many variables. So just do the best you can from here on out. Yeah. And all will Sounds be right good. with the world. Okay. Yeah. Because, va- yeah, vaccines that are made for cats, the viruses for the vaccines are grown in cat kidney cell culture. And then we inject oh. that into cats repeatedly. And oh my God, guess what? They have kidney failure. Ah, see, there you go. Huh. Rocket okay. science. How can thank, they, you. thank you. Have a great day. Uh, how can they get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. And you got a couple classes coming up, don't you? I do. I have a class in Stillwater in March that is actually about natural health care for cats. Um, and then um, I am doing a, a natural immunity class, a class about how to... Uh, build your dog's immune system naturally. Okay, where's that at? Uh, I think I'm going to do it at Canine Crossing because I haven't found a better location. Okay, and then uh, do you have a date on that? Um, I think so. It's on my website. Okay. And okay, what's your website? There, it will be soon. Holistic-vet-care.com. So any classes you are going to be having will be posted on your so that people can just keep an eye on your website, right? For vaccine clinic. Yeah, and then I, I Facebook about these things too oh, eventually. Good. Okay. Uh, this, uh, the lowest scoring Super Bowls. You ready for this? Yes, we give, we made the cut. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Miami Dolphins, 14. Washington Redskins, 7. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 16. Minnesota Vikings, 6. New York, oh. New York Jets, 16. Baltimore Colts, 7. Dallas Cowboy, 24. Miami Dolphins, 3. <laughs> Baltimore Colts, 16. Dallas Cowboy, 13. Those are the lowest Super Bowls. So, uh, huh. that, that Interesting. Have been, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay, let's take the last call. Hopefully we can squeeze her in. Okay, we're going to talk to Nancy. Nancy has a cavalier... I King, can never say yeah, it. Yeah, King, King Charles, Charles Cavalier. Yeah. yeah. With inner ear issues. Yeah. Oh, okay, inner ear issues. Okay, what's up, Nancy? Talk fast. We just got a little bit of time. Oh, hi, Katie. Yeah, my uh, dog got diagnosed with vestibular disease, and we've had about three attacks of it. He's healing up, but from a food standpoint... My vet is recommending, I, and he's been getting the Hills canned product, okay. you know, the ID product. Yep. Okay. And I, before, was feeding him cooked turkey and cooked chicken and different things. But I'm thinking he needs some other kind of supplement. Okay, so hold on. Um, Let, let's, we don't, since we don't have much time, go ahead, Jess. Give yep. her some. Oh. Well, he probably does need some other supplements, but really this dog needs to go to a chiropractor ASAP. Um, having had vestibular disease myself, a.k.a. vertigo in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he, he yeah. bounced back a little bit. But, right. He, um, need, he needs to see a chiropractor. And okay. y- your vet should be able to refer you to a chiropractor that they use for their practice. Yeah. And I do have a name. I do have that. But I was just okay, going good. from, from okay, a what food about or a... They, should, they want to do the hills. And so what, what about that? Yeah. 
So, you know, I'm a big fan of the raw food diet, but feeding any food that is less prepared is going to be better for your dog. So okay. if you could get away from dry food entirely, that would be the best. Yeah, we're off the of dry food. But oh, good. But can, yeah, no, get off the can. can. That's no processed science. too. I know, and I'm not crazy, but right. he actually did better. So I'm like, oh, I really want to get him off that. Yeah, and so, you know, most pet food stores will have a selection of pre-mixed raw foods, and that's probably the best and easiest way to start. And so in the ideal situation, you would have... Um, like maybe three or four different bags of raw food in your freezer, like maybe okay. a turkey from one brand and a chicken from another brand and beef from a third brand. And then you would just, you know, on any day, you would just thaw stuff out from a different bag. That way you have variety in the diet. You're using stuff from different brands, so you're not locked into a single vitamin mineral pack that there they're using. Go. And that is a really good place to start. Okay. And what's a good probiotic if I'm going to do... I was cooking for him, too. Like, I was doing uh -huh. own, uh, cooked turkeys and cooked... Right, raw. right. And so it's just best not to cook those things. But the pre-mixed yeah. raw foods will be more balanced than just cooking meat for the dog. You know, there are really good probiotics out there. I like the Animal Essentials plant enzymes and probiotics. Okay, well, we're going to give, a, uh, give uh, Dr. Jess a call up at her place. You can get the name uh, out of that off of the website okay. at MyTalk1071. Okay. And uh, have a great Super Bowl Sunday.